welcome, welcome, welcome again to another episode of Africans Talk Football. I am joined by my lovely host. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, man. Everybody in the holiday spirit, how are we feeling? Feeling jolly? Feeling jolly, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, let's get into it. So uh, we are recording another midweek episode because there were some midweek games. I know we didn't get to you about what happened over this past weekend, but we will jump right into our teams here. Um, Considering that Chelsea won today, United did not have a midweek game. Arsenal won yesterday. We both got the win, so we could kind of talk about those games a little bit later. But I do want to jump into Chelsea first because we usually don't talk about Chelsea first. And although we did not lose this past weekend, we did draw Wolves. And, (laughs) And usually I'm pretty like, I just like to ease into the episodes, but with this Chelsea draw, it felt like a loss to me. It felt it felt very, very much like a loss to me. I actually wrote down some notes because Wolves is a team that's low key had our number the past like two seasons, two years, yeah, yeah. like two years. <laughs> and I only went back to last year because it's interesting how like the narratives come up and everything comes full circle. But a lot of you might not remember, but Wolves was the first game that Tuchel had when he was appointed manager for Chelsea, and it was a nil-nil draw. And then we saw them earlier that year away at Wolves when Frank was the manager. We lost one to two. So that year they had our number. And this year again, we go into Wolves, I'm looking at Tucho like, okay, this is the first team you've seen. You saw them, what, like eight months ago? He saw them January 27th, 2021. That was Tucho's first game in the premise manager. No, no draw. So nine months later, you know, obviously our team has COVID. We have a lot of non-starters that now have to start. I still think that you would understand what this game means considering what we see Liverpool and City doing. Now we're going to Wolves. Again, it's going to be a tough match. But three points are essential, man. And and the reason I wanted to get this off my chest is because we've been talking about how, at least me specifically, I'm going to talk for me. I'm going to, I'm going to talk in I statements today. I specifically have said I thought we are top three, top four team in the world. I specifically have said that I expect us to go far. I'm looking at the title this year. I said Champions League is something we also should be fighting for, but I'm aiming at the Premier League title. I just want to go on record right now and say I don't think we are going to win anything this year to play in the uh, I, I, Like, I'm serious. Like, hopefully... Anything? I mean, hopefully Maybe. we can win. Hopefully we can win. That's a shout. This, this Carabao this coming says- up. You're gonna win everything. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. How I know. the tides this, have turned, and this is why I say this because I look at our team and I don't see any. I don't see anyone that can can take over a match right now. I don't see anyone that, besides Conte, who showed a little bit of that spark today. I don't see anyone when Conte is out. Let me say that much. Without Conte, I don't think we'll win anything this year. 
Okay, so you're 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 readjusting your statement. Yeah, I, I, okay. Because emotions, so emotions are high. Because emotions are high, and okay, and that's okay. why that's why I started with what I was saying. I was going to get into that. And I'll give it to Mike. But this past weekend, we didn't have Conte, and it was evident. Again, we didn't have someone who could take over a match. And I wish we like Salam. If you want to do that, that'd be that'd be sweet. But if you could take like a video of the the last thirty seconds of what I said on my prediction for the Brentford game and just snip it onto here before this, it's pretty much identical to what we said. I said, I don't know where our goal is going to come from, but I think we'll get a goal because I think our quality will come through. Now, that being said, we had zero quality until we started making subs in the second half. Yeah. Now, kudos to, you know, the 17 and 18 year olds that play first half because it was their first, you know, call up to a first team. Again, like I said, it's Brentford away. So no matter who's stepping on that 11, yeah. it's going to be hostile territory. It's going to be a gritty game. It's going to be one of those where they're going to run at you for 90 minutes no matter what happens, which is what I knew. We don't have our full team. We don't even have a full 11 that's able to, to play right now, you know, considering who we have coming off the bench and even the starters we had today. But until we started seeing Jorginho come on in the second half, Conte come on in the 73rd, 74th minute, Mason Mount, Reese James, we, we weren't going to win that game. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> they didn't score in the first half. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just take that as a dub. But until our quality came through in the last 15 minutes, we didn't score. Now, the, the score was 2-0, and I thought it was going to be 1-0 in regulation. That game easily could have been a 1-0 win. I mean, those two chances that we got, they're each half chances to me. The first goal was an own goal. But again, what happened? Conte wins the ball back in the attacking third. He beats a player. He passes it to Reese James, who whips it across, own goal, 1-0. Five minutes later, Conte wins the ball back. He advances it, plays Jorginho, who gets the ball up. Uh, it's a PK, 2-0. <clears throat> so at the end of the game, our quality showed Again, when you have world-class players coming on against weak legs, hopefully you get the dub. Like, that's the whole reason for those substitutes. Tucho got it right. But it's the game against Wolves where I see the game up ready for someone to take it by the horns. And we don't have anybody who has the quality to take players on 1v1. We don't have anyone that's just willing to take a few chances. How many shots outside the box do we have that match? You know what I'm saying? We had two shots on frame the entire 90 minutes, and one of them was off a corner. So for me, it's like, how are we going to get to the next level if we don't have anyone who's willing to take a risk, willing to take a shot outside the box? Conte has come on, and he has to do everything for us in a game where we're playing Brentford. Mm -hmm. Again, like I, it's, 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 it's Brentford. No matter how good they are, no matter how hostile they are at home, we should be able to go in there and get a 1-0 win in regulation without me having to, to worry about where the sub's going to come on to hopefully get a goal because now we have fresh legs. Man, we can't be winning. Like, we're, we're not going to win anything with this, with, with this team. They're a little too soft for me. Mason Mount, again, he's going to be – I'm going to be critical of him all year. Pooley, another name-brand player who hasn't done anything for us this can, year. Can, can we put – him on fraud watch, please. I'm ready. I've been ready to put him on fraud. I've been ready to put him on fraud. He was on there December uh, 6th. Just okay. a month ago, I said that we have a team that's ready to go fight for everything. I'm ready to go fight for everything, bro. Th what this team has shown me over the last two weeks is that if we don't have significant players on the pitch 
we look like a JV junior squad. Is and it, it's you, frustrating. You, and it's you, honestly frustrating because you, we pay 60, 70, 80 million for, do, for 80 million for some of these players' transfer fees. And so you expect them to be able to step into the role and take over games where it's against a Wolves, a, a top eight, top 10 team, where it's against a Brentford, hostile territory, but I want our brilliance to show. I want our talent to show. And we don't have anyone there. I'm sad Hudson Adoy wasn't on this type of match because I feel like he's the type of player that likes to take players on. Even if he doesn't play 100%, 80%, 90%, he's still willing to take players on, whether that be good or bad. I feel like that's the type of player that we need right now. We just ain't got it, dog. Like, we just don't have it. It's frustrating to watch. Do you, do you think it's – do you think it's – complete the players or do you just think that it's a lack of team form because i look at i see exactly what i don't get it twisted the the draw against everton and the draw against wolves is bad like those like i said before I yeah, for, we're not even talking everton you yeah, know what but, i mean but like i said before but it you goes guys you, you, yeah you guys are in a title race and when it comes to these matches you can't afford to lose points against the Wolves. You can't afford to lose points against Everton. Like you, you can't because Liverpool and City are going to get those three points. So those are detrimental to your title race. But at the same time, as much as we say this, you are getting points and you still aren't winning games. Like you haven't lost a game since West Ham, which was December 4th. So to me, like I just I see what, exactly what you're saying. I just, but also I just think it's a, a a lack of team form right now because in the beginning of the season, you guys were shooting from outside the box. Chalabar scoring goals from outside the box. You, people were scoring. People were doing what they would usually do. But I think you guys were at a high level for so much time, like similar to Liverpool. Like Liverpool was at a high level for so much time, and then they had injuries and they didn't know how to cope, and then they went through a rut. And I think that also was part of it i think i feel like you guys are in a rut because you have a lot of covid out with a lot of people with covid out yeah that's you have, the you, you have you have you um, have injuries but then also i just don't think that your team is perform like you're just not an informed right now you're just not an informed team so what and while well, i'm saying this you but you guys are still getting results like at the end of the day you, you at, so, so, at some way form or fashion you're still getting points so, so i'll let mike go yeah i don't i don't think it's necessarily like you're not going to win anything because that that's a big statement. Even even without Conte, I think I still think you guys can win something. Yeah, you can. But win I just about Cup. You're the best team left. In yeah, game. but I just I just don't. I just I just think it's a it's a real big lack of form and injuries right now. I don't. I wouldn't. I I still for me I wouldn't go be too nitpicky about about what's going on right now, especially with today. Like Brentford, I understand. Like you spent those have to get three points. But you got three points, but I, I wouldn't be too nitpicky until, uh, unless you guys, you know, like draw Aston Villa and barely beat Brighton. Then I'd be like, okay, you know, now it's something to worry so, about. But so I'll let know. Mike go. So I'll let Mike go because you know he has to talk Chelsea too. But but again, and maybe I said this a few weeks ago, I shouldn't be nitpicky, but now I have to be nitpicky because this is the point of the season where it's a critical point, Loki, where we knew there were going to be injuries again. We have to do our halfway through the season top tens again coming up next week. So this is the critical point of the season. It's halfway through. We're getting to the semifinals of some of the domestic tournaments. We've seen Champions League now get into, you know, the knockout stages. So we're going to be playing games, bro. Whether you think that it's, it's a little too early to nitpick, that's for Arsenal fans to decide. 
for Chelsea, who's currently in the top four, looking to possibly not be in the top four soon, if we drop a few more games, I personally think it's a critical point for our season. Again, it's December, Boxing Day coming up in, what, four or five days, four days. I think right now we have to make sure that we secure these three points. Whether it's Wolves hustle territory, good teams find a way to win. Whether it's 1-0 off a PK, that's controversy in the end. At least we drew the PK and we completed it. You know what I mean? So for me, I just want to make sure that it doesn't go overlooked. That I understand we have injuries. And that's why I said without Conte, I don't know if we have that player to step up and just take over a game. It's crazy how we had to wait for Conte to take over a game in the last 15 minutes of Brentford today. Before. It's just it's just the confidence and form. That's what I'm saying. I, it's I see what you're saying, but, 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 I feel but like you're, it's just but you're a saying lot of that Mason, but you're saying Mason Mount without like with you say Jorginho, Mason Mount, Reese James. If a team is not informed, they're not informed. Like it's it's if a team is not playing well, if they're not gelling, if they're not every team goes through a rut, whether it's City, whether it's Liverpool, every team goes through it. So it's just I just right now, personally, I think your team is just going through it. And what I'm saying is this rut can take us out of our title hopes. That's all I'm saying. Like regardless, regardless of how you think that we're playing, I think we're playing decent. I think we're finding results, just like you said. But my expectation isn't, no, oh, let's just stay top four. I want to win the title this year. I, like, I, I want to win the title. So when I look at City, who is now getting more points, Liverpool, who is now getting more points, I'm not talking about the Carabao match. I'm, ta- I'm looking at the league. The Carabao, that's great. Okay, we'll win it. Hopefully, great. But I want the league this year. We got Champions League last year. I want the league this year. I want to exert our dominance in Europe, whether that be just England itself or all across Europe. So for me... These games matter because the small things are good. It's all the little things that take you to the championship. You know what I mean? So I have to be there. I have to look at these performances and say, hey, like, that's not good enough. That's really not good enough to win a championship because that's where my team is right now. And that's what I expect. But Mike, yeah. I mean, how did these last two matches? I mean, go for me, this, this past weekend, the Wolves, like you said, we, it showed you that we don't really have the guy that could actually take over the game. Um, Christian Pulisic, please. He's not getting off fraud watch until he he does something. He has like a good run of games because, my God, this was his game to take. This was there for him to take. He had that one chance that he could have easily stole the game, then put it away. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like... I, I completely understand where Cornelius is coming from. I just don't want to put too much weight into, you know, you know, the result because it's – I understand this, the circumstances of that game. I feel like uh, mentally going into that game, we were not prepared. I mean, our coach was talking about how the game shouldn't be played, the game shouldn't be played. If your coach is saying that going into the game, I don't think you're going to be mentally prepared. Because you you know that the guy leading you doesn't even want to play this game, so I don't know. I don't want to make an excuse for that, but I just didn't think that game should have been played. The league's handling of their you know COVID protocol is just so inconsistent. I mean, we have seven guys that Gabriel was right, like he was right. You know, we were we were like you know it was the first one, so we were like oh, you know they have to they have to, but okay, we've had other cases and. They've handled it completely different. Seven guys out with uh, COVID, and we still play. I mean, I, I I don't understand, but that's besides the point. 
in a game where, you know, we didn't have most of our guys and Christian Pulisic, you're one of the main guys. This was a game for you. It was there for you to take. Take advantage of this game. A moment. And he didn't do it. Like, to me, it's just like this period is kind of showing us some of these guys are really not cut out They're to be playing for Chelsea. Players, like, Barkley today was – he was horrible. Barkley should not have a Chelsea shirt on past January. Insane. Like, he needs to go. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. There's absolutely no room. And I want to give Saul a shout-out. Like, he didn't Thank you. have, like, Thank you. crazy, spectacular performance. But for the first time in a Chelsea shirt, he was comfortable. Like you could tell he was he wasn't overthinking, he was just playing. I want to give him a shout out. He wasn't fucking up today. Today he, he played. Saw, well. He saw he saw three teenagers him. around the pitch. He was like, at least I know I'm getting 90 today. <laughs> like he, he didn't have yeah. to worry about anyone coming I, off. I, I've been on his case, but I, I'll give him that pass. But like you were saying, man, like if we want to win something, we cannot play with everything dependent on Conte, man. Because it today, even today, my God, dude, this is CDM. You know, like, I mean, he has other attributes that allows him, you know, to do other things, but he's really a CDM. Bro, and he comes in the game and changes the game. How does that make sense? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. When we have guys like Pulisic already on the pitch, that should be doing something. Barkley already on the pitch. That should be doing something. So I, I don't know. To me, I, I don't want to put too much into it because a lot of our guys are out. A lot of our main guys are out. So I don't want to put too much weight into it. But you're not completely wrong, man. Because we can't just, you know, go through the season thinking everybody's going to be healthy throughout the season. We, ju- we, can't, we just can't have that mentality. Like Salam says, injuries are part of the game. So we also have to make sure that these backup guys are ready when some of these guys are not ready to go. Like today's game against Bradford, I was not impressed. Like, I, I just wasn't. 2-0, it was a fraudulent 2-0 win. Like, we didn't do anything until Conte came on. Literally didn't do anything until Conte came on. And it doesn't make sense to me why that's happening. I don't think it's too cool. I don't think I, – I just think we have a lot of guys on the field that just don't play together very often. So it's like, they don't really know how to really play with each other. Yes, they practice together and all of that, but you know, in a real game it's different. So I think that's one of our main issues right now. We have a lot of guys playing together that don't regularly, you know, really play with each other. So, but I agree with Cornelius, man. If, if we don't figure out how to rotate some of these guys and, you know, keep the, main guys healthy and make sure that, you know, some of these backup are pulling their weight. Bro, I don't know how many things we're going to win. We still have a good team. Like, I'm not going to go far and say we're not going to win anything, but I'm still, I, I still somewhat agree with him. We're not going to go very far. We might get to semis. We might get close, but we probably won't get over the hump without some of these guys pulling their weight. So do you, do you think it's a, it's a matter of fact of like, you need to or is it do you need to develop is it, man is it we we, we have a big team we have a big team and i think my, with january yeah. coming in we need to weave out some of these weak links man we some of these guys gotta go like even if 
they're not good selling them, take them out on loan. Some of these guys got to fight. Like, we have to get that competitive spirit back in the locker room. Because right now, I think some of these guys are too comfortable. Like, Pulisic just does not look good to me. I don't know what the hell is going on with him, but he better figure it out because I don't care if they sell him to Barcelona. He can go because he's not doing anything for us. Bro, against the Wolves, I keep forgetting he was even on the pitch. Bro, he was literally not doing anything on the pitch. Pedestrian. Like, completely lost. We can't have that, but... I mean, Alonso, too, didn't look good. Alonso, too, just... I don't know what it is, man. I mean, there there are a lot of players When you're really looking for him to, like, step up, take a role, take, you know, be a leader, be a vet, he's just flat. Just flat. And that's my issue with this Champions League. Like, everyone is looking at our players and valuing them as Champions League players, which is is fair. Like, you, you have to at some point, but... Knowing these players and knowing who they've been over the last two, three, four, some of them five, six years, it's kind of frustrating when you see that they haven't made the next step. You see a championship yeah, yeah. quality caliber team and you expect, okay, I know he's old, but at least let him take the next step into that age. Let him become that serious vet that everyone can rely on. And, and I don't and, see it around our team. And, and, that's, and, you, and that's my issue. And, and you know, you, you, said that, you said it, and we really sometimes... We haven't really talked about it much, but Chelsea, we still don't have a set 11. And I'm not saying like you need to have a set 11, but I feel like in certain teams, when when push comes to shove, Klopp knows his 11. We all know <laughs> who Klopp is going to put up if, you know, we know he trusts. We, one game to I mean, win one I, game. We, we I, don't know who he's going to put I feel in. like Chelsea's 11 is pretty. To me, I think it's obvious. I could tell you. It, it, Everybody it has obvious, but yeah. it's always changing. And we, we haven't really had like, okay, these are the guys. I, I think I know the, the 11 you're going to go with, with, you know, Lukaku, Habits, Mount, and then you have, uh, what, Chilwell, N'Golo, Jorginho, and uh, James. And then in the back three, you have Rudiger. Aspie. Yeah. Aspi, Rudiger, and Thiago Silva. Mm-hmm. That's and many that, that's their best, those are their best that's, players. Yeah. Exactly. But that's the thing. We haven't seen a lot because then I don't know trying to ever, get I don't know if we've ever seen that specific lineup once. But right. see, I, like, I just think that you guys, you guys just have a I lot of I don't think ever. I don't think ever. Because I think they've all been hurt around different times. I just think that you have a lot of people out with COVID right now. I think that like I, I mean, obviously, like I mean, with this season too, like COVID's like a big thing, and it just so happened that seven of your top guys all happen to catch COVID at the same time. But, I mean, you know, it's it's been unlucky. Lukaku's been hurt. And then when he came back, you know, I don't know, this whole COVID thing started happening, so you, you weren't able to really, yeah. you know, kind of develop that relationship. But I don't know, man. This second half of the season, like, when these guys come back, and I don't know, who knows in January? I don't know. Chelsea, you know, Chelsea could do business. But I just feel like with with COVID, I don't know. I don't see a lot of people yeah, leaving, like, a lot of teams just because, like, yep. you know, teams need that depth. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Regardless of how shitty you may think this guy is, yo, if you if, if there's three guys that have COVID, you're on the bench. So, yeah. But I feel him, though, like, especially when you go back to, like, the Wolves, like, on paper, even with seven guys out, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Better than Wolves. Like, exactly. and I feel them. I feel them. Like, you're the player that we know that you are or that we signed. I know that for a fact, one for one in your position in Wolves, that exactly. you're better than that person. I know one for one, my center back is better than the center back. I know my keeper is better than the keeper. I know my forwards are better than their forwards. So I feel them like, that'd be tough. It's tough. Bro, it's like, tough. my, so my issue is like, so my issue is I'm watching the match. So I'm watching the 73rd minute and 20 seconds where I can see Mason Mount take on a player 1v1 and maybe force a, a, a corner or force a defender to come and shift and maybe he can let – like I'm watching this in real time. So it's not stuff that you'll see on the stat sheet and you'll be like, oh, like he mm-hmm. took a shot that went over the bar or, oh, they, it was a goal kick instead of a corner. It's the little nuances of the game where I'm just like, why can't someone just take over the game here? Why, like, I like I'm seeing these these runs, but no one's uh, yeah. no no mm-hmm. one's man enough because it's not Jorginho to try to play that thirty yard ball and ping him playing in between the center mids. You know, it's a little times I text you guys in the group chat like, uh, well, yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's what that's what matters. And uh, I'm looking at Liverpool. I'm looking at City, and I'm seeing these players. Take over games, bro. No matter who they're playing, and some of these one nil wins that they're getting, I'm seeing confidence players take. And, and and maybe Mike was right. We don't, and Gabriel was right too. We don't have the confidence right now because we're not informed. But it's just tough because I think this is the most critical part of the season, and I'm I'm seeing our team like kind of fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm critical because I'm trying to win the league. I'm trying to win the the Carabao Cup, but we're we're going up against Tottenham, <laughs> who may not be the strongest team right now, but they could easily catch a slip in, especially if we exactly. don't have our t- starting four or five players that we know are central right now. Mm-hmm. So you guys that's, got the club the club world cup coming up too. Be careful. Yeah. Let me see Al Said or something. <laughs> Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, get you. I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Yeah. But um but Arsenal, man, they keep trucking. They keep on trucking. Um, they had their midweek match yesterday. I believe it was a four-one thrashing. Of Sunday. Five, five, five. <laughs> yeah. They got a hey Eddie. Eddie looked good. Young Ed. Young Ed looked good. <laughs> no. Give us like stop. <laughs> young Eddie looked good, man. Young you Eddie. Gave, you 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 even give Charlie Pat his first goal or something like that for the Patino, for the first team. Man. Charlie Patino. Shout out Charlie Patino. Pat. Man, we, we, we got a, a whole bunch of first-timers out here. But, uh, nah, but realistically, again, Odegaard has found his role starting. Smith mm-hmm. Rowe has found his role coming off the bench, whether you want him to be 12th man or not. <laughs> I mean, like, like what? Smith Rowe got four in his last six coming off the bench? Something like that. Yeah, so, he's putting numbers. He's giving us Jota vibes, man. <laughs> <laughs> And again, bro, I, I personally, I think that they need to find a system where both of them start because I think that's, I think that's the best. But I don't know find how find the way that. it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you have to figure that out. That's that's your manager's job. But Arsenal has found his groove. Uh, I, I don't know what you want to say about Arteta. I, I, I do know what you want to say about Arteta. But as far as Arsenal, just you know, 
tap in. You guys are now in the semifinals for Carbao. It's it's a top four team, man. It's a top four team. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, top four is a goal for you, um, if not higher, if not higher. But yeah. right now, you guys are on the outside looking in. Yeah, Gabriel, what's up with your with your fan base? Talking, talking. If Chelsea keeps this up. Third will be for the taking. I'm like, wow. Relax. And that's 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 one of my big messages today. Please relax. Before I get into it though, Arteta out every week. I'm I'm staying consistent. Um top four look good. Arteta out. But the league is healing. But I will say this about my team right now. My team is performing. Uh and we're performing in a good way. Um, I I think the past couple of weeks I've been saying like, oh, this is like the best performance we've put on in a, in a while. But to be honest, these past like I kind of want to. I'll touch on the Sunderland match, even though you no know, Sunderland. So I expected that win. But in the Premier League, you know, Southampton, West Ham, Leeds, those are all very convincing wins to me. Like those are dominant wins yeah. to me. So. Um, I just think that my team is 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 high on form right now. We're performing. Uh, Martinelli is is playing out of his mind right now. Uh, Odegaard is playing out of his mind right now. Um, who else? Ben White's been playing out of his mind. Gabriel, he's been. We we don't talk about Gabriel enough, but Gabriel's been yeah. solid all year. Solid in the in the in, in the uh, in defense. Um, Tierney's coming back in the starting lineup. Been doing well. I mean, my team is just in in all forms of fashion all forms and fashion you know my team has just been performing putting on dominant dominant performances um Saka even too let me give a shout out to my boy Saka uh young Chile he's been performing I, I know people we've been a little bit critical about him you know beginning of the season he wasn't doing what he was doing in the Euros and, and, and things of that sort but these past couple of weeks Saka has been performing at a high level um also uh, I want to give a big shout out to Lacazette as well uh Lacazette's been performing he's been performing well and he's it's taken on that leadership role very, very well. Um, you know, I think he'll be our, our captain until the, the season ends and until he probably, I think he'll leave in the summer. But, but Lacazette has come in. He's done his role. He's, he's scored. I think he needs to score a little bit more because he's been missing one-on-one chances. Um, but as from a leadership pers- perspective, I feel like every everything's a little bit more settled and our team right now everything's a little bit more comfortable i feel like people feel a bit more comfortable in our team um and and that's always that's always good um so to speak about our leads match uh i don't i don't know what i said for predictions i think i said 3-1 or something like that but we ended up getting the 4-1 win dominant uh odegaard man don't he he's doing what we signed him for. We are we doing he's doing what the things that we signed him for, you know? He's he's getting in those spaces, he's finding those spaces, he's connecting passes, being that connector, that that constant. It, he's not looking busy anymore. It's not a matter of him looking busy anymore. He's actually getting the job done, which is actually like I, I love to see that. Um and I, I want to speak on this this Odegar Smith Rowe situation. Uh because I think they do need to coexist. For sure. I think there needs to be, a, we need to find a common ground. And I haven't thought about it exactly how I, I would want them to coexist as of right now. But with Martin, with the, the surgeons of Martinelli, it's kind of hard to have them coexist because Martinelli is scoring. Every, he's scoring. 
playing well too. It's not even a matter of him just scoring. He's playing extremely well. So right now that winger spot is taken from Smith Rowe. Um, and with, you know, Odegaard having, you know, going three for three, you can't not start the man. I'm not saying that Smith Rowe hasn't been scoring or doing anything like that, but sometimes when a, a player like that who hasn't been informed for a while is finally informed, you know, he needs those minutes to continue that forming and continue that confidence in the Premier League. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that Arteta, you know, has given Odegaard those, these starts over the past couple of weeks. Um, and I, the one thing that I, I'm, I'm loving that I see right now is that it, it hasn't really, it hasn't taken a damper on Smith Rowe's form at all. Smith Rowe has yeah. come off the bench and done the exact same thing. He's been productive. He's been scoring. He's his his form, his level hasn't dropped since he's been dropped from the eleven. And that is one thing that I, I I love personally because it's easy to, you know, get if you get dropped from the eleven, you don't start. The guy's performing in front of you, even though you're performing, it can take a toll on you mentally and it can it can drop your form. It can drop the confidence. And to see that, you know, the confidence hasn't dropped and, uh, you know, Smith Rowe is still coming in. He comes in uh, late in the match, later in the match against Leeds and comes and scores, you know, the, the, the dagger, the dagger for uh, against Leeds. It's beautiful to see. So um, my team, is, my team is firing at, a, at an all time high. Um, so shout out to that. Oh, oh, oh. Before before you go, um, right. just want to touch on Sunderland. Uh, shout out to Eddie and Katia. I know I'm very very critical of him. Uh, <laughs> I know I, I talk a lot a lot of trash about Eddie, but hey, <clears throat> whether it's against Sunderland or not, to get a hat trick in a in a in a match is is major. Um, and it, it was a good hat trick too, a, a good hat trick. So um, shout out to Eddie and Katia, uh, and shout out to Pepe, man. I'm not gonna lie. Pepe had two assists and a goal. Yo, did you see? Did you see him after his first yes. goal? He looked yeah. straight to the bench, like, okay, yeah, yeah no, I, I know you saw me. Pepe played well, man. I, I mean, he he did a number on Sunderland. Uh, he, I can't really say much about it. I'm glad he performed and, and put on performance. And then last shout out, man, my my youngin. I'm, I'm gonna keep saying it, my youngin, Charlie Patino, man. Come on and get a first first uh a senior team goal like that on your debut it's major um I, I think he's one of those players that will in the future will, will grow to uh, be a good arsenal player and it's still very very early to tell but he's been one of those standout players that you know has i've i've been watching i've been watching our youth matches um and he's been one of those standout players that i'm glad he got called up and i'm, I'm glad he got that goal and the last thing i want to say is i want to speak on Balogun. Because I'm a big supporter of Balogun. I'm a big, big supporter of my guy. Like that's my guy. Everyone knows Balogun is my guy. But the, he hasn't been performing. He and I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know exactly what it is because he got his chance in the beginning of the season. He got called up. He was with the first team training. He was starting matches, um, and he didn't really perform. And you know, he's doing his thing in the EPL too. You know, he's he's scoring goals. He's doing this on the third. But then he comes, and this is his chance. You know, this is, we're playing, you're playing a league one team. So in terms of level, I'm not saying it's the EPL two, but the level is a little closer to the EPL yeah. two than it is the Premier League. Um, you know, you're supposed to be the top, one, one of the guys who's supposed to be coming in and, and putting in a shift a good shift at that, you know, this is your opportunity, just similar to Chris and Pulisic, you know, this is your opportunity to show me that 
you deserve first team minutes or at least to be considered for the first team now. And I go to the match and I look at his performance and he's the one guy out of our entire 11 where I'm just like, bro, it's just not there. It's just not like, it's just not there. And, and it's tough. It's tough because I don't know if he's in the same boat as, as Martinelli where, you know, Martinelli was just trying to get for a while, for a year and a half, Martinelli was trying to find his place and trying to figure out the premier league and, and, and things of that sort. But I don't know. I think that's where he's at right now, but you can't make all that noise and, and say you want first team minutes and this and the third, and then you get your opportunity. You're getting first team minutes, regardless of if it's in the premier league or if it gets Sunderland, you're getting minutes. This is your chance and you smoke it. And it wasn't yeah. good. It was, it wasn't a good performance by him. Like I, he was our poorest player. By he, he had chances in the first and he, he had chance, but he blew yeah. them. He had, yeah. he had a header. He had a free header. He should have scored. Oh yeah. Like, that one was wide It was bad. Like that a free horrible. header. And it went, yeah. it went like, it went wide left. Like if yeah. anything, send it back to, back to where it came, came from. from. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how the header goes wide and it hit the ground. It didn't, it wasn't, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, he went down. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, surprised it went even that left. I thought it was just going to bounce over. Yeah. Like, you miss the header, and then there are just moments where he—he, he, I, I can tell he wants to prove himself so bad that he's missing the easy passes sometimes. Like yeah, he, yeah. he, he wants to. There's so many times where he was on the left hand side and uh, tyranny and make an overlapping run, or you know another player be making a run and he can easily play him, but he takes the extra touches and try to tries to shoot or tries to do something extra, and then and it's mm-hmm. like I, I understand you want to prove yourself, but when that's. That, that's prove sometimes, sometimes you prove sometimes yourself sometimes by just playing doing by doing yeah. like exactly where you supposed exactly just, mm-hmm. yeah. just doing everything where fundamentally sound get your fundamentals right and then all the extras then because then we'll get you one yeah if you play me yeah. here i'm gonna get you one back don't worry exactly like, exactly he, he, he almost had that that one goal and then he rushed the shot and hit it straight at the keeper Exactly. And literally, if he took his time, he could have placed it pick, get a touch, the corner. Yeah. And and yeah. I feel bad because I I, I do think he, he needs to start getting first team minutes. And I'm not saying it necessarily has to be with Arsenal because I don't think he's ready for that right now. But he is in that stage where we, I need you to get loan. Like, we need to send him on loan so he can start to get comfortable. It, whether it's a championship, like, I don't even care if he goes to the championship, to be honest. So the championship, I think it'd be good for him. I just think he needs to start getting first team minutes at a high level and not EPL too, because that youth is, is a dead now. Like, you, oh. you, you've conquered that. We, we conquered that. Yeah. Now it's time to take that that next step. Um, so I, I just want to speak about him, but I, I just think, he need, you know, he needs that loan and he needs those first team minutes. But as far as my team, I have, I have no complaints right now. Um, I think... You know, with these next couple of matches that we come, have coming up, we have a, a favorable schedule. Norwich and um, I, I believe it's Wolves or Aston Villa after that. I'm not exactly sure, but you know, we have Norwich next. Um, I expect three points. And after that, we have a, another favorable match. I expect three points. And then after that, it's City. And once again, it's a test. It's going to be a big, big test. Um, so for me, I'm just looking at these marquee matchups, like these City matches, Liverpool, Chelsea, you know, Tottenham's. Um, I look at West Ham's. I'm looking at these matches, and these are all big tests. How, you know, how are we going to respond? Um, in our last test, we responded dominantly. We we had a dominant win over West Ham. So you know, look going forward, I look for Arsenal to to build upon these these good performances, this confidence, this form, um, and I expect big big things against the City match. 
And and, and this is what, this. and and I'm glad you just brought that up because I, again, I'm looking at Chelsea and I look at how we stack up against everybody in the top four, and currently Arsenal's in the top four. So I look at Leeds team we struggled with what three weeks ago. You yeah. guys handled them. I look at yeah. West Ham, a team that just beat us. You guys handled them. So I know we talk about this, but as far as Arteta, because you brought up a few things that, for me, come down to management. You talked about Martinelli. You talked about how he's been finding form and how he has to start. Talk about Odegaard, how he's been finding form and how he has to start. And you talk about Smith Rowe, even though he's been playing well, coming off the bench, that can be a tough position mentally for any player, young, old, whoever you are. But somehow Arteta has found some synergy between bringing Mark or not Martinelli, bringing Smith Rowe off the bench, starting Martinelli Odegaard. The synergy within Arsenal locker room looks good. You know, Alba's gone. He's stripped of the captaincy. Two weeks later, you guys are putting on performances. So mm. at one point, do you have to look at Arteta and say, yo, you're actually doing your job. You're being no, that man no. manager. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you obviously you're, you're not a, the biggest fan of Arteta. You come on here saying Arteta out. But at some point, you look at some of the things that are going on and you're like, yo, this is being a manager in the Premier League. Like, that's Salam, not, Mike, absolutely. am I wrong? Or am I, no, like, no, no, you're no, not. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I, and I, my fault because I didn't give him a shout out today because usually when he does a good job, I do usually do give him a shout out. I, he does deserve a shout out um, because after all this, we've, we've been, you know, this all or nothing is going to have a lot of content. It's great. It's great theater. It's great um, theater. You a lot of content. And he's had to deal with a lot of things that he's put on himself, um, but also things that, you know, he couldn't really handle um, or he didn't have, have much control over it, but he's dealt with it. And over these past couple of weeks, especially with all, us being in the media so much and the uh, thing, you know, he's handled that extremely well. And I think the team has also responded extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a lot of management that has to do with a lot with our Arteta and the way we've been playing, the confidence that we've been playing with also has a lot to do with Arteta as well. You know, Odegaard came out like maybe, maybe two weeks ago and when we lost against Everton, he said, you know, when we get a lead, we're, it's like we're scared to, to you know, go forward and, and try to get another one. And I've been saying that for weeks. I was like, I agree. I don't know why you're playing like this. But I, over the co- past couple of weeks, we've, I've seen that change. Um, now, where I want to f- tell Arsenal fans to relax just a little bit, um, because I love our current form right now, but we've also had a favorable schedule. Outside of West Ham, we've had a favorable schedule. And I'm not forgetting how we just lost to Everton 2-1. I'm not, I don't forget that. That was less than, uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. I don't forget that loss. We beat, we beat Southampton that got us back in that form. And then we, we had put on a dominant performance against Everton. And then we've built on that. But at the same time, our schedule has been fairly favorable. But I, I'm looking at these tests now. Like West Ham was a test. We beat that test good. I like that mm. test. But my 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 head is midterm. We, we go to Mid- midterms the city. Yeah, I, I I'm looking I'm looking ahead now. To me, we should beat elites. We should beat a uh we should beat an Everton. We should beat a Southampton. Mm-hmm. We should beat Norwich when we play them. We should beat Wolves when we play them two weeks from now. But then I'm looking at okay, where are we gonna how are we gonna look against City? Because this is a test. 
You know, when we, we say we want to, we say we want to go to top four. We, no, seriously, we want to say we want to be top four. Arsenal fans saying we can get top four. We can get top four. Uh, instead of third. You're here now. You're here now. We're, we're here now. But then if we <laughs> go against the city, city man. I know, but I'm just saying it's a test. If we go to city and, and we lose five nil or, 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 or it's at the Emirates. So if we play city and we lose five nil, we don't put on a good performance. Then how we look at when we go play against Tottenham in the Premier League after no, that, I hear you. you know, and that's, and that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. How how are we going to look against these tests? I know we're still young. We have a lot of learning to do, but I, I'm looking at these tests now. We say we want to be a top four side. How are we going to stack up against top four teams? Exactly. Because these teams that we've beaten, they're not top four material. They're not even close. Other than West Ham, they're not even close to top four material. Yeah, these, yeah, these and are I just, teams you should be beating. And I just we sure. just lost and we just lost to Everton, who's I don't even think they're top ten right now. No, so exactly so so that's where i'm at I'm, I'm loving the performances i love that the confidence is high but these these aren't tests when, when we're tested how do we look uh, how do we look when we're, when we're actually tested that's fair that's that's where i'm at so i love the performances love the confidence i think we should continue to build on these on these things but my head is beat norwich beat wolves get that out the way new year's day January 1st, 7.30, the first game of the new year. The first game of the new year. Man. How do y'all come out? That's where I'm at. That's where I'm I at. I feel you. No, I mean, I no, that's. I just had to ask you about Arteta because he has been stringing together a great last two months. You know, even with you guys losing here and there, I think that he's been figuring it out with the whole Aubameyang situation, with the whole players in form, who to start situation. You guys are in the, the top four. You've been screaming for top four for the last two, three years, and you're finally here. So let's see how you maintain it. You know what I'm saying? Now now you're in the you know, territory with the big dogs. So let's see if you can maintain that status for a little bit. Just win, baby. Just win. You know what I'm saying? Just win. At this point, you just got to keep winning. <clears throat> Next week, predictions are going to be yeah. interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Dory says, just keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> swimming, 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 swimming. <laughs> Uh, yeah. another team, man. So we got to talk a little bit about Liverpool. We got to talk a little bit about City. Um, Liverpool keeps winning. They played today. Leicester yeah. bottled it. Terrible, man. man. Like what a bottle job. What a bottle job. Up two nil. Up three one. Ended up coming to PKs off of Minamino last second. Injury time goal to tie it up 3-3. And Loki, I kind of like how they're doing this, how they yeah. go straight to PKs yeah. until you get to the finals. I don't know <laughs> if the finals will be like that, too. Uh, I'm no, so because... glad I checked the scores. And the I reason going to go at Omar. Uh... Yeah, and the reason I say that is more so for the players. There's, there's just like a whole lot going too on. Too many games. Man. There's too many yeah. games. They don't need another 30 minutes. That's how players get hurt. I mean, in the finals, I understand it. Play that extra 30, you know what I mean? 15 mm-hmm. and a half. But leading up to it, I, I, I kind of like going yeah. straight to the unnecessary. Now. Yeah, it, it truly is. I like that change to the, the new format. But we have to keep talking City. We have to keep talking Liverpool because they keep winning. And this is what I was talking about. They're finding ways to beat teams. This is the point of the year where City and Liverpool just flip that switch. They start beating teams by three, by four. Talk about in the Premier League. They just like us. Liverpool threw out 17 to 18 year olds. They had a whole bunch of debutantes. They had a whole bunch of young boys playing today. 
we know during these FA Cup, Carabao Cup matches, we're not going to see the first team 100%. But they just keep finding ways to win. Um, us top four teams, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the Red Devils for a little bit here. But what do we think about City? What do we think about Liverpool? Because for Arsenal, like, you guys are just now getting to the top four. And you're seeing what they've been doing. Do you, like you said, you see them in two weeks. So do you see these matches as, let's see where we are. Can we maintain the top four? Arsenal first and foremost. And Chelsea too. Like, do you, like when, when we see City on our schedule, when we see Liverpool on our schedule, do we think these are winnable games? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I just why, want to see where your head's at. Because I just want to see where it has. For me, yeah. at least, I, I only keep talking Arsenal, but for me, at least, we're in a run of form. And the biggest piece for me is we're home. January 1st, we're home. And Ooh. we've only gotten scored on at home six times total. This year, is we've, we've been on it at home. At the Emirates, we've been protecting it. So for me... I think that we can get points from this match. I I I I expect points. I we're at home. We're at home. A draw. I mean, I know it's city. All these signs, whatever. Y'all can laugh or whatever. But <laughs> I don't, I, what what is city like? No, to to me, Emirates at the Emirates Arsenal. The first one we played city five 0 with the red card, whatever. No, man, scratch that. We want revenge. We're out for blood now. We're out for blood. This team can smell top four at this point. They're, they're, they're in it, and, and they smell, hey, we can – no one expecting us to get top four. We can low-key sneak in here. They're smelling it. Yeah, but see, they're, they're, you're sniffing the top four, and they're sniffing the title. That's the difference. No, I understand I don't think that, that there's but, anyone clo- – I don't think that there's anyone close to that. Doesn't, but but that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that we can't steal points from them. No, I no, no, top- for sure. To, to answer Cornelius' question, like, do, do, you, do, can, do you feel like you can win that game? Yeah, of course. You feel like I can win any game. But, like – I think this is going to be the the turning point where City and Liverpool just run away from it. They've shown when healthy, it's just a matter of if, if if they can stay healthy with COVID, which is why I kind of lean more towards City than Liverpool because they just have more squad depth. But bro, they're they're head and shoulders above everybody, and it's not even close. They're See, they'll, they'll, they'll be they, they'll they, be they're going to hit a run. I, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. They'll beat any team. I think specifically City, just like, I mean, I think Liverpool's great. I think, like, if it was a one-off game, I think Liverpool could definitely beat City. But I just think over the course of the season, when we're talking the Premier League, you know, when people are getting COVID, I mean, look at Chelsea, for example. Chelsea's another team with great depth. And, like, what, seven people get axed with COVID. You know what I'm saying? They look completely different. If City lose seven people, so what, man? So what? We'll still give you, you we'll still give you points. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Jack Grealish was on Fraud Watch. Honestly, I think <laughs> we should open a thing called Fraud of the Week because he deserves Fraud of the Week for some shit that he was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, he didn't play this weekend. They didn't miss a beat, man. Sterling, you know what I'm saying? Just sits on the bench the game before, comes on, goal assist. Doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I think but- that this is the point, especially in December. They're about to just run away with everything. They haven't dropped points in December, and they're going to accumulate max points. And then at the end, everyone's going to be like, 
Well, now uh, this is, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cities oh. at the top of the league. <laughs> Damn, how did, yeah, how did they I get say this there? every year. That's why I be so critical of Chelsea. Yeah. I see I see them run away with it. And then somehow no one talks about it, but City will get max points. Liverpool will have dropped one game. And then it's just them two again. I, I mean, they'll, they'll hit a rut, though. We'll, we'll, we'll see, yeah, what happens with them and COVID. Because, I mean, Liverpool, let's not forget, they barely got away in London against Tottenham this past weekend. Yeah, I wanted to so, speak about that match like, as well. But they got away. It, they, they got away. That's the thing. They, they got, got away. away. That, that game should have been at least four. <laughs> Wagon to Four, five. Four, five, two. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wanted and, to talk about that game as well because – they, Obviously, uh, Tottenham hasn't played it with like three weeks. Yeah, they hadn't played. They hadn't like played in a long two weeks. time. Yeah, yeah, two weeks at least. I think they have two games in hand still. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're right. But um, but that Tottenham game that was a <laughs> that was a good classic. game actually. Two two yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, easily could have been five two four two Tottenham at yeah. least. Son had a chance. Delhi Ali had a chance <laughs> in the first half. In the first 15, 20 minutes of the match. To honestly put it 2-3-0. Um, but, you know, it's Liverpool. I feel like they're the luckiest team in the Premier League. They always find a way to draw it up See, at the that, end. That's the thing. They put themselves sure in a don't great drop position points. to be lucky. They always, they always score, though. They just they don't not score. Yeah. So yeah. you have to score at least two to give you, like, cushion. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. they're getting in one or two off the bat. At least, yeah. And that's the difference, man. I think that they some they're just so overwhelming with it. And I mean, today, don't get me wrong, they didn't, they weren't brilliant today, you know. And I think you're gonna see a lot of this, especially in these like secondary cups. But I don't know, man. Over. Um, they find ways to score, though. Good teams find, find ways, man. They find ways to score. I mean, Liverpool have um, Liverpool have in in the goal in in the top. Uh, goal scorers in the Premier League right now. I think they have three. Jota and Salah. Yeah. Big shout out to Jota, man. Jota has been just... (laughs) I don't understand what it is. How does someone that small just win so many headers? Yeah. How does he just... He's an aerial threat. Positioning, yeah. And he's not taller than me. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't understand. Like, but... You know what I'm saying? Mohamed Salah, the best player in the Premier League, best player in the world right now. I mean... I don't know, man. So, 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 how are we feeling about Foden and Grealish, man? I feel like this didn't get the press it would have gotten if it was uh, one of these black cats. For sure, for sure, and that's already knew that. That's what the um on the ATF page, like, bro. If it was Pogba and he took Mason Greenwood out, what? Imagine Mm -hmm. what? Uh, what's what's the guy's name that hates Pogba? What's his name? Uh, uh, Graham Sunis. Graham Sunis. What would Graham Sunis have said? What? They would have been at him, bro. But I mean, yo, I mean, it is what it is, man. They is it. What's facts is, if if it was two black players for sure, it it would have got way different, um, press than what this got because that's I, well, that's unacceptable. But but honestly, it's Pep too because he he be getting ahead. Yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. Like like Pep Pep will be the one, and this is what regardless of what you want to say about, you know, the different managers in the league, this is what I respect about Pep. He knows the British media and he knows they're going to make a story out of anything. So he'll try to get up ahead of it. He'll be like, look, my boys were out. They were being idiots. So they're not playing. 
I know you can say whatever you want to say, but they're just not playing this week. And And then the British media has to make a story around what Pep already said. So instead of them creating a story, the story is just for there to embellish. You know what I mean? So it's harder to to make it. It's harder to twist. You know what I mean? And that's what Pep has always done. Besides the whole Benjamin Mendy thing, which is another story for another day. For sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, those are that's a great characteristic to have as a coach. But to answer Mike's question, I, I think that one, I think it's unacceptable for you to be doing that. Um, I mean, like Foden, especially too. Like again, the press, like bro, like this yeah, is the this first is time. Like his his second time being caught yeah. in some shit like this, bro. And like you know, what I'm saying the first time it was, I don't know, national him Green- team. Yeah, him and Greenwood got in trouble, and then Greenwood hasn't been back on the national team. This guy gets to go mm-hmm. with blonde hair, disappears. Easy. Yeah, disappears all summer, <laughs> comes back, mm-hmm. and is getting into trouble again, and it's like. I don't know. I think I like Phil Foden as a player. I think he's a great player. I like Jack Grealish as a player a lot, but I think that, you know, I mean, Jack Grealish is known for, you know, partying a lot, but I don't know, man. I'm glad it wasn't two black players. I'll just say that. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. agree. Because I've also seen, I've also seen Pep not take the side of black players. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we all, we, we also know how that goes, but it's, you know, it, it is just the way it is, man. Like I, 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 I like the way Pep was straightforward about it because I feel like Arteta got some criticism with the way he handled uh, the Aubameyang situation. And with the way Pep handled it, I felt like, you know what, it kind of gives people the, uh, the sense of, you know, Arteta is not just on this high horse, you know, trying to be this disciplinarian, but, you know, you know, it's, Set an example, making sure that everybody around the team knows what the expectations are. Because if Pep is doing this to Foden and Grealish, the $100 million man, it means that he's not taking shit from anybody. And I'm glad that, you know, he's able to do that and he's applauded for it. But, you know, when Arteta did it, it came off, you know, it came off very odd because we were all just like, who the fuck are you? But anyways, well, I, mean, I think it doesn't story. help like the information comes out about Aubameyang and like his, his mom and stuff. So like I, I think that kind of just throws a wrench into like, yeah. Like, why, I, why, I, I why also feel making... like is is no, I also feel the... like if it was that bad, he wouldn't have made it that. I mean, I can't wait for the fucking documentary to drop, man. I want to see what happened. Yeah, right. But like when he told him he's on the troops thing on the gloss troops... over. I feel like the gloss yeah. over. On the troops yeah. thing, he was just like, I wouldn't have went public with it. And I was just like, well, I mean, shit, that's that's what Pep did. Exactly. Pep, Pep and Arteta did the same thing. Like, you it's, know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's ways to it's ways to do it though, because it's, it's ways to handle the media. And for me, how Arteta and handles the media sometimes with certain situations is extremely poor. Like He's awkward sometimes. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like with the bombing thing, you could have just come out and said, if 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 you're gonna talk about it and say it anyway, I mean we're already talking about it now. Right, so yeah. Why not? If exactly. you're gonna, why is this private? This is private. This is yeah. private. This is private. Then yeah, the news I mean, comes out, they can come up with their own story. Then you want to say, so we decided to talk with the player, and this is the decision that was made. You're playing from like, behind. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's. It's be consistent. You know what I mean? Like other situations he, he talks about sometimes, like the Maitland now situation. Yeah, he he can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but oh, oh, like it's certain situations, just like if you're going to go public or you're going to talk about it publicly, 
boogie in the beginning. Don't wait for two months, then talk about it. Or if you want to be straightforward about it, then be straightforward about it. I feel you. And I mean, if you're gonna, if you're, if you're gonna hide, if, this yeah, is the captain though, so it, it's it, it's gonna be in the public regardless. Yeah, and if you're gonna do it behind the scenes, do it behind the scenes all the time. Everything's handled. And when in the house, question every- comes up, don't even. Don't but yeah, don't even, don't even disregard it. But it's, you've it's seen the do that. You've seen Pep do that. They won't even. They won't even answer that. Don't even bring yeah. that up. Yeah, it's it's the inconsistency for me. That's that's why that's what bothers me. But I, I personally like how how Pep handled it. Just hey, this is what this is what it is. Don't we're not going to talk about it. This is what it is. They're punished. That's what that's why they're not playing. Boom. So, yeah, you know. And then you know, speaking about Pep and Man City, we did have a a Manchester City legend just retire here not too long ago. Um. My man Sergio Cuna Guerrero, probably with the single most iconic. Ah, I won't say single most iconic, but one of the most is, iconic yeah. Yeah. moments yeah. of the Premier League. I definitely in the 2010s. A moment. Aguero. <laughs> that was honestly. Nuts. I'm just looking at his stats. So he was on City from 2011 to 2021, uh, right before he just went to Barca this past summer. But looking at his just his his honors, they won the league 2012, 2013, 2014 season, 17, 18 season, 18, 19 season, 2020. Yeah, he has a nice trophy case. They got like seven Carbaro EFL Cups, whatever you want to call it, Community Shield in 12, 18, 19. Champions Jeez. League runner up in twenty trophies, trophies. Yeah, they lost. He, the, he has know, trophies. The, you know, they 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 lost to yours best. <laughs> in 2020, <laughs> the Champions League. But then when you go to Argentina, they got a, a gold cup, a Copa. They just won that this past yeah. summer. Uh, FIFA, they, they were runners up in 2014. Yeah, the World Cup. All the golden boots, all, all the Champions League honors he got. He, he's a legend, man. He's a, not only a Champions League. Damn, he could have been or, a, uh, a Manchester City. Yeah, not only mm-hmm. a Manchester City Damn. legend. But he's just a legend of the game. Gonzalo Higuain could just <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, yeah. Wow. I mean, Kuhn was one of those players. It, it honestly made no sense to me how the Argentinian team never won a World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> because, honestly. Because he was just one of those players. I felt like with him, Messi, when they had Di Maria, Tevez, like that, that front four yeah, was by that... itself. Like, for me, that was it. But... His legend, his legend like, speaks, yeah. you know, volumes. I mean, you guys could say your favorite memory or just talk about him in itself. But Aguero, honestly, was that one player in the Premier League that whenever we played against, I was legit worried. Like, Aguero gave me, every time we played them, I was always worried because I felt like he had our number. Like, every time we played them, Aguero at least put one in. So, like, I always looked at him as the real deal. I always wanted him at Chelsea. Um, what he did for City, I feel like nobody else will repeat that. Um, 200 and what, 60 goals, all competitions for City? I think 260, 261. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Like, nobody I, – I mean, if somebody stays there long enough, but I don't know. Yeah, what he's nah. done for them, like, he's cemented. City, not only in the Prem. I mean, what, he has five uh, Prem League so titles? 184 goals and 275 appearances. He has like six or seven. Wow. Yeah. 
he has a, he he won uh, the Premier League titles with City that they have. Yeah, yeah he, he's won all of them. He's definitely yeah, so he has five. five. Uh, he's a, yeah. and I was gonna say he's definitely one of the legends of the Premier League. Probably yeah, you know top three striker of the Premier League ever. Um, yeah. I mean you could make a case. I, I'd probably still side with Henri, but like. You could make a case for him. Like, he has the trophies. He has the goals. Like, you can't argue mm-hmm. against what he's done. But, yeah, man, to me, he has the most iconic moment in the Premier League. I mean, yeah. for them to get their – for them to get their title. Was that their first, too? Yeah, that was yeah. the first. That one. was the first of – yeah, man. That's when Fergie was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get ugly. On the last day. It's a, it's, it's a new era. But – um. So- yeah, definitely. Uh, Legend uh, of the Premier League. Um, I'm definitely happy to see him go because shit, he loved playing against United. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It, Aguero was one of those players where it's like sometimes, you know, he'd be, you know, he was always injured. So he'd be coming off an injury, but sometimes he, he wouldn't start a match. And then as soon as he came on, as soon as he came onto the pitch, it's like, man, now yeah. anything's, now anything can happen. Because he's just yeah. one of those players that's like, he will find a goal from nothing. He will score yeah. a goal from nothing. He will. He he's one of those players where you always have to worry about him. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna miss him in the prem. Um, I'm gonna miss him as a player, just in general. He, a lot of moments. I mean, the premier that that one premier league, premier league moment. Like, I, honestly, yeah. I don't even know how that high would even feel after you score that goal, knowing that oh, you just yeah. won the the premier league on the last. Yeah. Day on the last second, like I, everyone's watching that. Yeah, yeah, like that. Teams that have finished are watching that. Yeah. Everybody was waiting for that yeah, game. To, yeah. Everyone, like, you could you could probably yeah. hear you could probably hear those screams all the way in the United States. Now, in the stadium, oh, yeah. how, that's how probably loud <laughs> uh-huh, you know, it that, was, that yeah. uh, city was. It was Great. it was absolutely crazy. So you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna miss him. It's sad, you know, he had to go out, you know, this way, but you gotta prioritize your health. When I look at his prime years, I'll let you go so long. I just want to say, when I look at his prime years, it's crazy because we had two South Americans that were just tearing up the league. We had Luis Suarez and we yeah. had Kuna Guerrero. And whenever Kuna City Guerrero. and Liverpool met up, oh my goodness, the matches were bangers. Dude, Mid-2010s, I was just watching one of the classic ones. Those were some of the best matches to watch because you knew City, Liverpool. Suarez was going to bag one. Aguero was going to bag one. There's probably two or three goals somewhere else. Yeah. That's just how the game went. You know, that, that, that was in the era where they had just started to score a lot of Premier League goals. They were, were getting out of the 1-0 match, 2-0, 2-1. We were actually scoring goals, in the, you know what I mean, right right in the, in the 2010s. But Salam, what do you want to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, just when you think about I was going to say this earlier, I forgot, but, like, when you think about, like, his his come up, too, man, like, he was one of the, like, centerpieces of, like, Man City, of, like, what they are now, and, like, mm-hmm. he's probably their best player ever. Some say David Silva, but to me, I think it's him, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're not, you're not getting the first one if it's not for him, so, I mean, yeah. but, like, for him to, I don't know, take over, he, bro, he took over Carlos Tevez for club and country. That's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Retired, my man. And then, you know, even like the whole thing with Pep, like Pep comes over to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He gets dropped there saying that like, oh, you can't play, you can't play Tiki Taka. You know what I'm saying? Completely reinvents himself. 
they try to buy Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> they said, this is your replacement. You know what I'm saying? Came back, bro. Now, like, he's dropping in and, like, link up play. It's through the roof now. Bro, he completely reinvented himself. And, like, a lot of players don't do that, especially, like, later in their careers. And I think you just got to give him credit, man. Like, he's one of the most, like, intelligent strikers to ever play. And, like, yeah. he... I mean, Iconic. he's he scored a lot of goals, but yeah, that's all. Definitely miss watching him play, man, for sure. Absolutely. So, Salam, what what's up with the United COVID cases? Like, are you guys coming back? Are you guys? Yeah, I mean, play? what's going on? Yeah, I mean, the plan is to play uh, this weekend. Uh, they're, I mean, they're in training. They're United's very like vague about who has, you know, COVID. COVID. They don't release um, us. No, nah, man. Um, it's actually came out that like more than 70% of our more, more, it's like more than it's like 70 or 80%. It's a high number of our players are unvaccinated, man. I don't know. Like, what? like yeah. it's crazy, man. Like, I don't know what was going on under the all regime, but yeah, man, <laughs> like the, the more you read, like you start to find out that like, there was a lot of things that were hap- like, you know, that were just kind of just, just, just going everybody just was going doing by. whatever yeah everybody was kind of just doing whatever you know what i'm saying and like it, even like when you you know ragnick was like i don't like players going out to you know what i'm saying because you had cavani was out for the injury pogba was out for injury pogba's out in dubai you know what i'm saying cavani's oh, yeah. out back in south america so you have a player here a player there and he was just like i, I want all my players like on on site when they're recovering from in, like injuries and it's just small stuff like that, man, that's coming out about them. Yeah, but, that's strange, man. Whereas Chelsea is very like, you know, Chelsea Arsenal, they're very transparent with their COVID cases. And like, I don't know. I the plan is to play this weekend, but you know, uh, I wish they were a little bit more transparent on certain things, but I mean this is actually kind of low-key good for y'all too. I mean, I was gonna say you, you your guys injuries, you gotta get guys you back games, healthy. Yeah. Yeah, Veron now has a few more weeks to get back. Yeah, I mean he's in full training. I mean, I think I think just the thing is, I'm hoping during this time they've been able to, you know, kind of use this time to implement like what he wants to, what Ragnik wants to do. Um, I know that they probably haven't been able to train, um, but like, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm under I'm I'm hopeful that you know this guy definitely is, is proactive and has a plan unlike the former manager. So, I mean, I, as far as this weekend goes, we play Newcastle. Um, we should, we should be ready to go that game. I, I definitely want to see a start like I did with uh, against Crystal Palace, as opposed to Norwich, but I think we definitely should walk out um, of there with three points. What's your sure. prediction on score wise? It's away at Newcastle on Monday. Away at Newcastle. Um I think we we keep a clean sheet. Newcastle's poor. This could buy me the ass. Newcastle's poor. I don't think that they'll score. <laughs> but um, I say Ronaldo gets a brace, and I say three nil. Okay. Ronaldo gets a brace, and one will come from. Somebody so speaking else. of Norwich, Arsenal sees them. Uh, Boxing Day. It looks like that game is at Norwich. Your predictions there, G. Three four nil. I mean, maybe 4-1. I think maybe they'll score at home, but I, I don't – with the form that we're in, there's there's no reason that we should be losing or losing yeah, to Norwich at all. No no reason. We should we should go in there and – Norwich, like we, no way. Just like we did Leeds, we should go in there and smack Norwich. 
which is going to smack knowledge. So I'm uh, expecting 3 0, 4 1. Your predictions have been, uh, they've been, they've been pretty spot on. They've been decent. Even yeah. if the score line isn't exactly what you say as, as far as the way you guys play. It's been like one off. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. my team, man. I know my team. So we see Villa. Um, good thing for us. I saw Lukaku and Callum hudson Adoy have been called off the COVID list. So they should be ready for Villa. We play them Boxing Day as well at 1230. Um, I I really, I really see us winning this game as well. I think it'll be another. I think there'll be goals in this one. I think it'll be like a two-one win away at Villa. Um, I just hope we can see as many players healthy as possible. It's good yeah. seeing Hudson Odoi and Lukaku back. Big Luke. Yeah, man. Hopefully a win, clean sheet, two-zero, two-one. But ideally two-zero. Um. Who does uh close, who, close that gap? Close that gap in the top. But who does Liverpool play? Two zero. Liverpool sees. Isn't there a big game this Leeds. weekend? They play Liverpool Leeds. sees Leeds at seven thirty. Oh man, yo, they're about to beat the brakes off of Leeds. And, and at home to the airfield. Yo, I, I'm not lying, yo. Before we get off this, Leeds the city, might get the dropped. City sees less. <laughs> city sees less. Oh, yeah, ever. Drops. Or, uh, not Bro. Leeds, Salam, they're in a bad I'm not saying that they're good, but when I just look at the teams that are bad, I'm like, y'all are really bad, though. Because, like, Norwich is really bad. Who's the Newcastle, other one? Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle Burnley. Burnley. Bur- Burnley's showing who they really are. <laughs> yeah. Burnley needs to go down. Burnley needs For to sure. go. They yeah. need to go. But they don't I'm, deserve to be up. Bro, yeah. on, on some slide, like, Bro, I will not be surprised if Leeds drops, bro. The rut is that Leeds they are in right now with is, is, it being yeah. December, you, they <laughs> can't. And then Leeds, Leeds Liverpool, ain't worse bro, than Watford. But hold on, but like if we're talking about, have, yeah, 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 you're right. You're they're right. not worse than Watford. They're not. They're not worse than Watford. And but I you don't think have they're to even be better worse. than Southampton. You don't have to be. You don't have that, to be worse. Thing. You don't have to be. <laughs> Like dropping they, games like they have been, bro. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Burnley, they have three games in hand, bro. Norwich has a game in hand. Like Leeds is on full games and they have 16 points. Burnley could come out. You never know what Burnley and, and does. Do like, th- three draws in a row. You, you, yo, Burnley be pissing me off, man. They have to get dropped. They have to go to I want Burnley. But I Leeds want Burnley. have Leeds hey. have your boy Mike. They got Rafinha. Oh, Rafinha, yeah, yeah. Rafinha is gone. He, he, bro. He's gonna get dropped. He's gonna. My thing to is, Chelsea. listen. With that City game, watch that City game back. They scored how many goals? City did seven. <laughs> five, seven, oh, seven, yeah, seven. seven. Rafinha was responsible for three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just watch. You'll see which three. They'll they'll show you. I watched. But no, Rafinha is leaving, bro. He. Yeah, he's gone. He, well, after yeah. Year, That's what I said, gone. man. He's playing like he wants to move, bro. Like, oh yeah, he definitely. He, wants so, to move. so I, I guess we can. I forgot. I don't even. So we can decide this, you know, when you guys want. But next week is match week nineteen, mm-hmm. so that will be halfway through the Premier League season. I know everybody won't have nineteen games. I know United has two or so in hand, mm-hmm. but we could do predictions next week unless we want to wait another week just to make sure that we're mm-hmm. right about there. No, I, I thought match week 19 was the was the goal. I think we go ahead and do it. Show our fans what we think halfway through the season. Um, predictions next week? Yeah. Predictions next Come week. I'm ready. Top 10. 
But I'm ready, top ten. I got my you, predictions you, for the, you know what's wild. I watched Salam and I's episode when they got Ronaldo. I watched it, I think, like a week ago, and I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> So much has changed. Uh, Since then, yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, the energy was crazy. Yeah. It's oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I, I remember. This is, this is Salam calm down. For that. <laughs> this is Salam calm down, right? This is him. You know, he's he's humbled right now. Yeah, it's been Salam two weeks, ago. man. man oh, I'm mean, humbled right now? Arsenal's above you on the table, so you should be. Cornelius, you said Chelsea was going to win everything on November 23rd. And then on December no, 22nd, 22nd, you said that we're not going to win anything. I said without Conte. Without Conte. <laughs> without Conte, I don't see us winning anything. Oh, man. That's a fact. It's funny. I'm, a, I'm the only one who kept consistent energy this whole time. But hey, we'll speak on you that. You said later. sixth. You were like, remember in the beginning? Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you said sixth. I, I, I said yeah. No, no, no. What did you say? You said, you said, uh, Ramsdale. Bad. Ramsdale. Is he, bro? It's clear. It's clear, bro. But hey. Casillas vibes. Go ahead, Mike. Bro, these Arsenal fans trying to drag, uh, what's his name? Edouard Mendy on Twitter. Talking mm. about Ramsdale has more clean sheets. I was like, wow. These Arsenal fans have no self No shame. <laughs> I've seen one of the hands, too. I was like, <laughs> What? I was like, wow, a whole Champions I mean, League winner. You're doing this to him. <laughs> a whole Champions League hey, this, winner. This top four, wow. they, they haven't been here in a and while. And they, 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 they don't know how to raise I'm saying, act. like, don't, don't get ahead of yourself because we can be top four now. We'll be playing well now. But the moment that we go into rut of form, everyone is shit. Everyone is. I'm like, bro, you have to act. Like, take things into, like, you have to see yeah, that. It's perspective, just, yeah. You just flip-flop every every second, man, every week. Bro, I, when I saw the tweet of the one guy go, uh, if Chelsea keeps this up, we'll be taking top three. I was like, what? Which is, I was which like, is, yo. Which is fair to say, though. I, I, I as an Arsenal fan, I understand him saying Man. that. Nah, bro. I get I'm it. Right. I get it. I get I'm it. Right. Tread lightly, wow. Bro, yeah. Tread lightly, Gassing. We're not even, bro. Let us let us get within like one match of them. You know, an yeah, opportunity to tie lightly. them on points before you start with these shouts, bro. Like, it is at the at the end of the day, there's still levels. <laughs> they there's still levels. Like we're not at that level yet. I'm sorry. We're not even in, we're not even in any other competition but the. Really, like, there's levels. We have to chill. We have to chill. As, a, as honestly, a, all you gotta to do chill. is just keep winning. But no, right. all you gotta do is just keep. Winning. Just keep winning, man. <laughs> don't worry about anybody behind I'm you. I'm saying, just, just, winning, just focus. Winning, on. Winning, yeah, don't, don't. Winning. That's why I'm saying, don't, don't. We don't need to focus on. There's already so much going on with us. We don't need to focus. Yeah, on Yeah, I, I know United is gonna get in their head. They know they have to win. They're gonna get in their head. They're gonna be dropping points. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, Sorry, we know we know you guys. We know you guys. All right, all right. when everybody's expecting you, on I'm just saying. Ever since you guys played us, Mike, oh, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't. I was gonna send it to you guys. Oh, what? What? This is where we end this along. Huh? No, no, no. It, it was the uh, it was the meme. I'll send it to you guys. But yeah, ever since, a... ever since uh, you guys played us, nothing been the same since two show. <laughs> <laughs> What happened, man? <laughs> <laughs> what happened, bro? 
Wow. Ever since y'all played us, ever since y'all played us, he looks like yeah, crazy. <laughs> but but that's us though. Every every December, you know, we, we limp a little bit. That is true. That is us. Just not saying I like it. I'm saying I like it. But Go ahead, you know, post, to to all of our followers again, thank you for liking, subscribing, all that good stuff, sharing, posting. We do appreciate it. Just want to say happy holidays to everybody out there. And uh, good luck to everybody on this Boxing Day. Because uh, a lot is going to be talked about next week. Sure, man. Again, happy holidays and good luck to you and your future endeavors.